What's up, guys? Darkside here with Vital MX. Got another guest on the line today from the Muck Off FXR Club MX Yamaha team, Jeremy Martin. What's up, Jay Mart? Dude, I just finished uh, about an hour session of uh, riding and uh, here at Club MX, and we had the Phoenix Hana guys and the and Garrett Marchbanks, and um, dude, it was a solid, solid day. Yes, it's a good crew, group of guys out there, and I want to get into some of those guys in a minute. But first, I just want to know, how's the shoulder feeling? How's the body? Yeah, I've worked quite a bit on it. Um, I'm probably in the best cardio shape of my life right now. Um, I cycled a ton. Um, basically, a month after surgery, I bought uh, the Zwift um, and then a kicker trainer so I could go on online in my basement, and I had my sling and a fan set up, and... Uh, <laughs> I just said, you know what, you know, this obviously sucks. We're hurt, but we can still, we can still try to move forward and, and get in good shape. And, um, yeah, it's been, it's been a lot of fun. Um, the shoulders a lot stronger now, every, every week that goes by, um, it just feels better and better. And, uh, yeah, I'm excited about it. Good to hear, man. Uh, just to remind everybody, you hurt your shoulder really originally in 2021 at round one of Supercross. You decided to stick it out. So you can compete out- outdoors. Then you broke your wrist at Ironman. And f- that finished your 21 season. Came into 22, looking good. Uh, first two rounds. I think you got a fourth in Minneapolis, second in Dallas. And then you had a practice crash, and everything just kind of fell back apart. I mean, just where has your headspace been for these last couple years? It's It's got to be really difficult to mentally overcome the challenges, the physical challenges of, you know, the ups and downs. Yeah, it was definitely pretty tough. Like after my shoulder came out, um, it almost came out at Dallas when I ran actually into the back of Jace right there in the mechanics area. Um, you know, but I was able to, thank God it didn't. I finished second. And then, you know, to be a hundred percent honest with you, I shouldn't have, uh, I shouldn't have been riding as hard as I was during the week. Uh, I had an awesome day on Tuesday before Daytona road Wednesday, and then was supposed to do press day. I was on the last moto of the day and, um, you know, I just felt like an immense amount of pressure to, to be better and to perform for the star racing guys. And I shouldn't have, you know, I shouldn't have just been going that pace and I made a mistake, um, to be honest. And I went down and I was pretty demoralized by it. And, you know, I thought about maybe, you know, maybe I should retire, you know, I mean, obviously I'd had some some big injuries, boom, boom, boom in a row. And, and it's like, well, maybe the body's just not cut out for, for taking that hit anymore, you know? So I really questioned myself. And, um, I think that's ultimately kind of what led me to the club MX thing was like, I just wanted to change. I wanted to work on, uh, technique. I wanted to find the fun in the sports of supercross and motocross again, because, uh, for me, I, I, I was starting to just, I just didn't enjoy being, being at the track and, and riding my dirt bike and, and chasing that lap time. And I had bad technique and, and not to say that, you know, my technique's going to change in six months or whatever, going into 2023. But, uh, I just wanted something different. And I think that's why I chose club. That's actually answered my next question. I was curious as to why club, I, I was going to ask you if anything happened at star that made you want to step away. Um, I think, you know, my, my, my relationship with star, I have an immense amount of respect for those guys. They, they won, they won at least seven championships in the last, what, basically seven years. It Mm -hmm. seems like, I mean, they've been the powerhouse dominant team. 
Um, but I just felt like with the injuries that I had and stuff, I should have took the time back um, when I got landed on by, um, by Styles Robertson. I should have just said, stop, get, get fixed up, you know, to do this sport at the top level. Um, you know, it's, you are going to crash, uh, you know, so eventually you will. So you should probably be a hundred percent and put yourself in the best situation to be able to kind of get up and take that, get going again. And, you know, I had two massive injuries I was dealing with and, um, yeah, yeah. It just, it's just a bummer, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's part of the sport, you know, and you never know when it's going to come. And there's some guys that just seem like things happen constantly and they're always injured and, your career, man, it's been like it's the highest peaks or the lowest lows. It doesn't ever seem like it's in the middle. Yeah, no, it's you're definitely right, man. It's, but I think I've definitely had some crazy highs and some crazy lows for sure. And I think right now, if I'm being honest, I'm probably in one of the, one of the lower parts. I mean, I'm starting to build back up. I'm starting to feel good on the bike. I feel really fit. So life's life's getting better you know but uh, i've definitely been in a pretty big low point from a results perspective and um i look forward to the challenge of getting up every day and and trying to trying to make the best of the season the goal is obviously we want to win and we want if we can win a championship great but you got to finish every round this year you know i think that's a big goal for me and uh just to be put myself in in a good situation every weekend and just focus on me and get better really yeah, that absolutely makes sense. Uh, I want to talk about the bikes a little bit. Obviously, you're standing on the same Yamaha platform, but Star has a much bigger budget, uh, probably a lot more opportunity to, to do different testing things and try different parts. But what are you noticing different about the bike? Uh, what suits you? Maybe what would you like to see get improved? Um, so, yeah, definitely Star has a, Star has a, you know, I'm sure they have more budget or whatever, but um I'm really impressed with this club MX team. They just built a brand new race shop. Um, maybe they may not have quite, um, the same budget, but as far as like rotations and, um, transmissions and engines and timing chains and everything like that, it's on the same rotation as what star would be. And then, um, I think the other perk is just, just the facility. You know, we have four supercross tracks, Brandon trains us during the day and then he'll go out and make a change. He can build whoops by himself. He can do everything. So since I've been here, I've rode two different layouts already. He just built a third supercross track. That's all brand new. Uh, we haven't rode that. We're going to ride that on Thursday. So I think, uh, the way I, for me, that's pretty cool. Like that's, that's a unique opportunity and it, it, not too often. Can you say a team owner can train you but that can also build badass tracks that are really similar to dirt works. Yeah. And you have a good reputation, uh, relationship with Brandon already, right? Brandon Haas. Yeah. Yeah. We definitely have a good relationship. Yeah. Good to hear. Um, so Michael Lindsay has a question for you and he was wondering if it's difficult watching the next generation of riders already winning and moving on to the four fifties while you're, working on just getting your, you know, yourself back together and trying to get your career back on track? Yeah. I mean, that's a great question. Michael has, you know, I think the hardest thing for sure for me, if I'm just being a hundred percent honest is 
it's one thing to go out there and to be able to compete and to, to get arm pump and, and, and not get a good result. But I think the hardest thing is sitting on the sidelines, recovering from an injury for six months. And then everybody else is like getting better and they're in there, you know, they're, they're able to compete and at least try. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, um, that is a massive thing that I've been kind of struggling with is like, you know, obviously nobody wants to get hurt, you know, but I just want to compete, um, whether you win or lose, I just like the thrill of the challenge and, uh, it's just a bummer. It's just, it's really difficult to sit here on the sidelines and to watch, you know? Oh yeah. I can only imagine, uh, we've had, I've heard numerous riders say that it just like Dylan Ferrandez said that, uh, he couldn't even watch outdoors this year. Like he wouldn't watch it. He wouldn't listen. He just couldn't deal with it. It's because as a guy competing at that level, it's not even the fact that it's your job. It's just, you feel like you should be out there here. You, you, you know, you want to compete and you know you could be winning. Yeah. And I think too, like you're starting to see a little bit of like a different trend in the riding styles, like a lot more feet on pegs, standing a little taller in the ruts. It's like this kind of like next generation type of style. And, um, you know, I've, I mean, just because I'm, I'm down and, and whatever, I still think that watching the races, there's still something to be learned. So I've watched every race and, Obviously, uh, the troll train was out there hammering this year. So, uh, big supporter of him and yeah. Eli and just, um, I just, you know, you're always trying to learn and, and get better. Speaking of big Al, how's it feel to just come in and replace your brother? Get, get on out of here, big Al. I got this. Yeah. Yeah. Get that you know, short little troll out of here <laughs> so I can get in here and show him how it's done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go, go, just go work on the track in Millville. You're good. I got you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, going back, man, before your big injury at Muddy Creek when you were on Geico, was there a 450 deal or option on the table? Uh, it was like, it was looking pretty dang good that I was going to have a one year uh, factory Honda 450 oh. slot at that time. I mean, it was pretty, pretty dominant. I mean, you got to think, right? Like, I won two supercrosses indoors. I uh, had a great relationship with the factory Honda guys and um, I was battling for the championship with Plessinger. Um, he was crazy good that year, but uh, I don't know. I mean, I, uh, you know, you, you hate to look back at, in the past, but uh, I believe I would have had a, a factory 450 ride. Yeah. 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 That, that, that had to add on to the pain and suffering of that time period. Yeah. Yeah. But I, you know, everybody has a unique a unique career, you know, I mean, sure. obviously the, the traditional way is you do a couple of years in your 250 class and, and then you move up. And I think as you're seeing, it's, it's a little harder to land a 450 ride for guys now. And then, um, you know, I've obviously had some injuries and stuff like that. Um, but I, I, I still, I still appreciate having a ride, being able to compete. And, um, you know, obviously I'm the older guy in the class now, but, uh, I still love what I do and it's a, it's an opportunity and I'm grateful for that. Fantastic. Uh, Hey, did you ever talk to Justin Cooper while you were at star about that situation? Did you ever kind of discuss it? Uh, no, we never discussed, <laughs> okay. we never discussed that. I think that was kind of one thing that, um, I have a, I, I actually respect Justin. Yeah. Um, he's a tr- tremendous athlete and stuff, but that was, I think kind of some of the, Maybe some of the frustration is that it was never talked about initially after when it happened and stuff like we never kind of had a one-on-one conversation ever, 
nothing about that. But, um, you know, it's in the past now and, and, um, I've had many injuries since then and, um, you just have to move on, you know? Yeah, I think you're right. I think that's the best way to handle it. Uh, a couple more things for you. You mentioned some of your teammates, you mentioned March Banks. I uh, actually interviewed Garrett uh, a week or two ago and he talked about how great it is riding with you and having you to push him, you know, and, and trying to keep up with you, et cetera. But just talk about all your teammates. You got March Banks, obviously your boy, Phil, uh, Enzo Lopes. I don't think he's there right now. Maybe he's back. I'm not sure. But just uh, having those guys to work with and train with, and you, you kind of talked about the camaraderie of the group. Yeah, for sure. I, I think the the cool thing is, is you've got the Phoenix Honda guys, you've got all the club guys, and then you have other guys riding too. So you have this wide variety of people that you're like riding with. And it, it, uh, never have I ever rode the test tracks and it has it felt more like a race day simulation type of experience for me day in and day out. And, um, uh, you know, I'm used to kind of ride the same line and it's pretty predictable with two or three guys. And, and, uh, I tell you what, man, by, by the time you finish up here, I'm just like, damn it, man. I'm glad I'm glad we're done. <laughs> you know? Well, what's different about how you guys are training compared to what you were doing with Star? Because, I mean, at Star, you had a lot of those, you know, this, obviously the top guys out there, there must be something going on different. Well, I, th- I think, like, obviously there were some top guys, but last year when I was at Star, there was a pretty good little group of guys that were riding in the track would break down and get, get rough, and then um, – when the West Coast, when the West Coast took off, um, they went a month out there mm. um, early before the season, and then it was just down to Levi and I just riding the two tracks. So, okay. um, with you know, it was it, it was just very predictable, I guess you could say. Not that that's a bad thing, I think, but uh, sometimes it's uh, when you get to the race day and, and you're riding, it's it's so rough and practicing in the main event that. Uh, you know, you're not quite used to that because you're used to riding your test track lines, you know? Yeah, okay, that makes sense. All right, so with a yeah. couple outdoor championships, and of course, you know, you're getting a little older. You, I know you want to get to the 450, a 450 ride, but how, is the Supercross, the 250 Supercross championship, is that still a major priority? Like, is that something that really you want bad? It means a lot to have it? Or is it more like, I just, I want to be successful and get the 450 ride it, either way? You know, if we can get ourselves a Supercross championship in the 250, that'd be awesome. Sure. Um, but like the biggest thing, everybody kind of asked me about that. And I think at this point, honestly, man, it's, it's, let's make a season, right? Mm-hmm. Let's, uh, let's, let's be the best Jeremy Martin that we can be. Um, and let's make, let's line up for every round and let's, let's just be competitive. And then, uh, we'll let the rest of that work out, you know? Okay. Yeah. Good answer. Uh, Last thing, man, just I saw in your Instagram not too long ago, you recently did a pro mountain bike ride. It looked awful. Tell me about it. Yeah, I tell you what, I, I mean, it's um obviously, like I've said, in the, I did a little vlog on it. Riding dirt bikes is a lot more fun, yeah. and, uh, but it's pretty cool. I, I love to mountain bike, and I love to push myself and um, kind of go beyond the limit, and that's probably why. I ultimately kind of have hit the deck a couple times in the last couple of years is because I want it so bad. I pushed too much, but, uh, man, I, uh, that was a muddy race, 40 miles and, uh, a lot of, a lot of suffering and, uh, a lot of cramping there at the end. But, uh, after I crossed the finish line, we had ourselves a big old fat burger and some fries <laughs> and, uh, and a milkshake. And, uh, I was living. That's awesome. <laughs> Did I, I think I saw the time in the background. Was it over five hours? 
Yeah, that was just the overall time. So okay. for me, it was about okay. two hours and 22 minutes. But there was guys that there was a standard um, check 40, like the amateurs that were went at like, I think it was like 10 or 1030 in the morning. And the pro class started at like uh, one or one thirty. Yeah. So um, I think that was just the overall time, because as I was racing and just trying to survive and get to the finish, we were passing some of the amateur guys. Oh my God. Yeah. I can't even imagine. That's a, yeah, they were, yeah, they were all cramped up on, up on the tops of some of the Hills, just like (laughs) sitting there hunched over their bike. And I'm like, dude, I don't even know why you're out here. (laughs) I guess I kind of had that experience. Yes. No, two days ago, I I did my first GNCC at Ironman and I dude, I quit. I I feel I'm I'm so regretful now, but I crashed really bad on the first lap. I made a second lap and I think I did an hour and 40 minutes and I just, I could not finish. Yeah, I bet. Dude, Uh, the GNCC stuff is pretty, pretty crazy. Was it dry there? Yes. You couldn't see. It was so freaking dusty. It was, yeah. And like, I've never even rode off road. So it was, everything was new, but I still, I hate myself today for quitting. I, I, I could have done one more lap. I should have just done it. (laughs) <laughs> yeah it was brutal yeah i gotta go back i gotta go back and make up for it it was it was a lot of fun though i have to tell you man it was if you ever get a chance to go ride one zacco was there and uh, of course caleb russell lined up and it was it was pretty cool yeah that's awesome yeah that'd be that'd be a fun thing to do one day for sure yeah you gotta do it you're doing the industry class maybe maybe once you retire <laughs> <laughs> i like that idea when i retire right? yeah all right jay mart man it was great getting a chance to sit down with you for just a few minutes uh Appreciate you taking some time after getting some practice in today, and we look forward to seeing you. And oh, do you know what coast you're riding? Uh, not yet. Like okay. I was thinking, I was thinking I'd maybe have an idea, um, but Brandon's playing kind of tough right now. All He's right. like, "Well, you just never know what happens, so let's just keep training." And you know, obviously, we're I think what two months, a little over two months out yet. Yeah. So, um, Man, it's it's just a little too early yet. So maybe okay. if you hit me up in about a month, maybe I'll know. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good, man. Well, have a good evening, and thanks for your time. Yes, thank you. All right, talk to you soon, bud. See ya. Yep. See ya.